Welcome to the Reality of Herbal Therapy podcast, episode 54. So today I want to talk to you a little bit about the liver cleanse. Yeah, but before we begin, we want to um, inform you of our disclaimer. Do not feel that by listening to this podcast that we have dispensed medical advice to you or have given you the ability to treat yourself or others with this information. We do not directly or indirectly dispense medical advice or prescribe the use of herbs as a form of treatment for sickness without medical approval. It's not the intent of this podcast to diagnose, diagnose or prescribe. The intent is only to offer herbal information from the herbalist's point of view, only for your consideration. In the event you use this information without your doctor's approval, you are prescribing for yourself, which is your God-given right. But the publisher and authors assume no responsibility. All right, my friends, let's talk about the liver cleanse. So if you know anything about like what I've been talking about, my I had that liver issue where I got really sick and um, couldn't hold anything down and vomited quite every once once a, once a month and once a week. And then it, it culminated in my liver shutting down. So after we went through everything with Dr. James and he ran me through all sorts of things to get my liver better he said okay you need to do the liver cleanse often um and by often he usually talked about every couple of weeks um or once a month so afterwards i did i probably did the liver cleanse probably once a month because as we talk about i'm going to like share some insights that i've gotten from doing the liver cleanse so many times um And I still do them um, often, probably like once every three or four months now, um, just to make sure I don't get back to that place where I was, where I had so many issues. Um, So let's talk about the liver cleanse. So I'll put down in the show notes the the link to to the process on how to go through this and do it. Um, But but I want to share some, as we walk through each step of the liver cleanse, I want to share with you some of the things that I have learned and and experienced. Um, so really important first thing, um, which isn't part of the liver cleanse itself, but I had noticed a major difference. If I kept up with taking either Live Clean or the full body cleanse, which Live Clean is in the full body cleanse, um, at least for two weeks before I go in and do this liver cleanse, I get rid of a whole lot more stones. Um, it's actually easier uh, there's, it, I have less problems. I have less issues, and it's it's not that the liver cleanse. It can be brisk, but something that I've realized um, is that our body will store emotions in certain things in certain areas, and especially if there's a lot of emotion tied to something like a certain area of our body. So, like if we broke our arm. And the emotion around breaking our arm, our body will actually store it in the muscles around our arm. That's where our, it can store the memory of of the event. Well, because I had so many issues with my liver, I actually stored the memories of having those issues in my liver. And sometimes going through this liver flush will actually bring them to the surface. And there's some emotional things. So um, when somebody asks about doing the liver cleanse, I always tell them, take it easy the, f- the first few times to make sure you don't have those emotional things stored in that area because you're going to, they're going to come out along with the cleanse. 
Um, so let's like talk about what to do. So before you do the do the live clean or the liver flat the full body cleanse, and that makes it a lot easier on you. It makes it an easier um, cleanse on the body. So the liver cleanse, um, I usually like to give myself two days for the liver cleanse. Um, and like I said, there's there's some emotional things that that come with it. Occasion, not every time, but sometimes the emotions come up, and so um, just the knowledge of I'm going to be doing the liver cleanse brings up some of those emotions, and so to to prepare myself for that. So the day the day that you're going to do the cleanse, you want to avoid any oils. Um, any medicines that you can do without, basically because you want to give your liver a break. Your liver want, You want your liver to kind of like not have to do so much during the day um, so that it can actually build up some pressure, um, build up some bile behind it. So then as it, as it pushes everything out through the gallbladder, it will flush out the gallbladder. Um, so avoid fats, uh, fats, oils, um, any... Any foods that require heavy digestion, um, it's really good if you can do vegetables and either lightly cooked or raw, it really helps also. Um, it helps to basically your your body doesn't have to put so much work into digestion and you'll actually build up some some bile so you'll have pressure behind, behind you'll have something, the pressure behind it to push out stones and everything out of the gallbladder. So... That is so the day of, and you go to two o'clock. At two o'clock, that's a hard, the hard deadline. You stop right there and do not eat anymore. Now, something that a lot of people have asked about, and um, I have noticed it actually goes easier if I keep drinking water, um, because part of the flush is it's going to flush out your bowels, and so you want to have plenty of water in your system to to do this. Um, so don't cut back on the water. After two o'clock, you can keep drinking water, but only water. Don't no juices or sodas or coffees, teas, anything like that. Only water. Um, so from two o'clock until the evening as you prepare for this. Um, so as after two o'clock, you can gather the things. Um, so you'll need four tablespoons of Epsom salt. And there, there's different grades and different things. So, you know, like the, the better the Epsom salt, the better results you're going to have. Um, and then you'll need a half a cup of olive oil and one or two grapefruits, depending on the size. You want to get about three quarters of a cup of juice, of grapefruit juice. And um, so I like to get those ahead of time if I plan on doing a cleanse. I, I like to do the cleanse on Friday because I know I'm going to be down Saturday and not be able to do a whole lot. So I like to have a whole day of, of nothing. And then if it becomes like if the emotions are too strong or I'm not totally recovered from it, which has, doesn't happen very often, then I also have Sunday to rest. So if you have two days together where you can rest and recoup from the from doing the cleanse, it's, that's a really good thing. So after you have the 2 o'clock deadline, no more food. And then at 6 o'clock, um, so there's two ways you can do this. And I have found, so the Epsom salt mixed in water, um, you basically you can mix all of your Epsom salt in a quart of water. And then you drink like um, a, a cup of it. And it 
it tastes nasty. That was on occasion that was some of my emotional hangups with doing the liver cleanse. So if you can find it in capsules or even encapsulate yourself, um, that will make it a whole lot easier. And because it's a salt and they're crystals, they encapsulate really, really easy. Um, and we're even like talking about supplying it as well. So you want 12 to 15 capsules if you're going to encapsulate of the double lot capsules, the same size capsules that we use. Um, 12 to 15 of those capsules for each dose. Um, if not, um, you'll have the water with the Epsom salt. And, you know, it, it does, it's not very pleasant to drink. Just suck it down really fast and then and go on with everything. So you do that at 6 o'clock. Now, timing is really important with this because your body follows a certain cycle. So you want to like make sure you do everything on, on time so you can do the cycle. So at 6 o'clock, you do that first dose of the Epsom salt and water. At 8 o'clock, you do the second dose. And by then, sometimes... My bowels are, are really, really loose. Sometimes it, they're not as loose by 8 o'clock. Um, it just kind of depends on what I've eaten the, beforehand or, or like for the few weeks leading up to it. Um, and if I've been really good about taking Live Clean and the full body, or the full body cleanse beforehand, that really makes it. So it, it makes it really, really easy. Um, so I can't stress enough live clean and full body cleanse for at least two weeks before you do a cleanse. So um, at about 9.30, 9.45 is when you start and you make the olive oil and grapefruit juice and fresh is best. Fresh squeezed grapefruit juice makes it, it emulsifies the olive oil and and makes it work a lot better in in flushing the liver. So once you've mixed up your olive oil and grapefruit juice, then you're going to want to, um, and it depends on on where I'm at, um, whether I have Lynn help me with that or if I can do it by myself. And anytime you're doing a cleanse like this, make sure you have somebody else around in case, because um, you're stirring up a lot of, a lot of toxins and a lot of um, buildup in your body. And so you want to have somebody around just to like make sure you're okay and to be with you throughout the whole thing. So make up make up your the juice and surprisingly, you know the the um, Epsom salt and water is really nasty, but the grapefruit juice and olive oil is really not bad. I really quite uh, I don't mind it at all. Um, but you say you want to mix it up really really well. Um, by then you're by ten o'clock your bowels are extremely loose. I mean you're it's it's very very loose your squirt it's liquid and um generally there'll be um bile like it, it'll be really yellow um coming out and stuff which means that your liver is is starting to flush but there's not enough pressure behind it that's what the olive oil and the grapefruit does so at um go to the bathroom one more time um flush your bowels and I like to take the grapefruit and olive oil with me and shake it the whole time so I get it really, really well mixed together. And I think that helps with the flavor of it because you don't have a really strong olive oil. The grapefruit kind of covers that up. So then at 10 o'clock, you want to like go and drink the olive oil and grapefruit juice and drink it down as pretty much as fast as you can because you're going to want to lay down. Um, and I prefer to lay down on my back and um, try and go to sleep. Um, but quite often I'll lay down and you can actually feel 
depending on how many stones there are, I've, I've actually been able to feel the stones kind of moving out of my liver and gallbladder and being pushed into my stomach. Um, but I usually lay there and try and go to sleep. And um, because of the the what the the Epsom salt does with the bowels and stuff, I'm usually it usually kind of wears me out, and it's it's pretty easy to go to sleep. Um, so then sleep through the night, sleep as long as you can, um, and that is like the major gist of the of the cleanse. So basically, you've pushed everything out of the liver. So now you've got two more doses of the Epsom salt and water. And again, you can drink water throughout this whole thing. Um, and I like to keep my water up just so I don't get dehydrated or anything like that during the cleanse. So in the morning when you wake up and you want to, um, at least by not before 6 or 7 in the morning, um, you take your first dose of the Epsom salt. And what that does is it will keep the bowels moving. So the you know first thing in the morning, you're going to have... Um, your bowels will move and it's going to be very liquidy and there'll be bile and sometimes there's stones, sometimes there's not. But I take this first dose and then I go back to bed because I'm, you know, it's 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 kind of taxing on your body. So go back to bed and rest um, through that. Um, and you'll you'll need to get up if you you know back and forth to the to the toilet and that's when the stones really start to come out. So make sure you. Note, note down what time you did that first dose because exactly two hours later you take that your last and fourth dose of the Epsom salt. And that will keep, that basically moves everything. And in that last hour, so like if you woke up at um, 7 a.m. and did that first dose, then you do the next one at 9 a.m. By between 9 and 10, that's when I get rid of the mo the majority of my stones. And everything else that I'm getting rid of, um, that's that's when the bulk of the of the cleanse really does its magic. Um, so then, so you've done the seven and the nine. Then at, at ten o'clock, you can start introducing juices and um, and herbal teas if you want into in and start doing that. Avoid coffee or um, black teas, white teas, green teas, any of those. Um, they have um, extremely high acids that will basically you you've completely stripped your your um, digestive tract um, with the Epsom salt, so you don't want to like put those heavy acids and things in there. So soft herbal teas, chamomile, peppermint, um, spearmint's okay, something like that, along or um, fruit juices, but you don't want anything that's like really clean uh, cleansing juice. And in fact, I like to um, dilute any fruit juices that I do. Um, at that 10 o'clock hour um, and and I just take it slow just you know drink little bits and stuff then by 11 11 30 you can start to introduce foods um, but again like you did the day before avoid anything really oily or any anything that requires heavy digestion like meats or anything like that um, raw vegetables is great um, or lightly steamed something like that and then, um, so about 12.30 or 1, you're pretty much back on your feet and doing pretty good. Unless, unless you know, you've, you've really had a lot of, of problems doing that. Um, and that's pretty much all there is to doing the liver cleanse. And you can repeat this every two weeks. 
Um, I've had people ask, they're like, oh, I had no problem. I could do it every, uh, quite often. I can do it over and over and over again. Um, and they'll do that first cleanse and think they can do it again in a week. And we always encourage them, it's better to wait two weeks. And then they go to that sec and do a second cleanse. And it's, you've really stirred things up and you've really moved a lot. And so um, make sure you give yourself time to recoup from doing it. Um, you know, but there are people that will do 15 or 20 of these a year um, without any problem. Basically, the more you do them, the 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 easier it is to do it. Um, but it's not a have to do all the time. But because of what I what I went through, I strongly strongly encourage to do it at least once a year. Um, clean out your liver because the liver is like. It's kind of like the trash compactor of the body. Any chemicals or anything like that that you get built up in your body, the liver has to process them and try and move them out. And sometimes it can't, so it will wrap them in fat. And that's how you can get the start of a stone. And then things just, then the you know, calcium or whatever gets built around it. Um, and there are certain foods or toxins or whatever. The liver's in charge of getting rid of that. So that's why I would encourage you to flush your liver at least once a year um, so if you have any questions for me reach out we'd love to hear from you and then we will talk to you later